0: Hi, I'm Brandon, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Daniel, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I
1: despise Hallmark Christmas movies.
2: Hi, I'm Patrick, and I prefer Lifetime over Hallmark, but I can get down with some with some Hallmark for sure. And this, and this is, to is to the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. podcast.
3: What a good day! We Patrick. nailed it, Patrick. We this? are we're honored, my friend, to That's have right. you on this podcast. Tell
1: us a little bit about your podcast, uh, uh, Patrick, before we get going.
2: Yeah, you guys are so sweet. Um, I definitely prefer to be on this side of things where you guys drive the the ship, and I'm just kind of like here for the ride.
0: Sure. Uh,
2: my podcast is called Lifetime in Court. We talk about uh, Lifetime movies, of course. Right. Uh, and it's my me and my producer Drew Drew Bear, Drew and Bear. I just kind of explain the movie to him. He's not allowed to watch them, and he decides if he would either pour it up or put a cork in it, depending on my explanation. I love it. Mm, and now, so, um, so great.
3: A couple of things real quick for our listeners that listen to our squeaky clean podcast. That's it is, right. It is important <laughs> to note, if you go to Lifetime on court, you're going to have a lot of fun. But you would. I think it's safe to say it's uh, you know a little bit more mature. Is Yes, that safe? not mm-hmm. for the kiddies. Yeah, right. or is that what you would say? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Like Com- I would let my son listen to it. But, <laughs> would you? But that's just me. Co-
2: uh, sure. Comparing, it has the explicit. It has the explicit little e next to the the picture, right, right, so right, right, you know. Right.
1: Yeah, you I, might not. I would just say comparing Lifetime and Hallmark movies and comparing the podcast is is pretty accurate. Right. We are the Hallmark.
3: And, that's right. And Patrick and Michael Cork is the Lifetime. But we think-
1: did. Brandon and I did an episode my yes. Lifetime on Court, and we had a blast. So we can all work together for sure. <laughs> it's true.
2: TV movies are TV movies. Whatever the network, they all are Awful, but also wonderful at the same time.
3: Now I know your uh, your history somewhat just from listening to uh, your podcast, but I know that you you know grew up listening or watching not listening watching Lifetime and all that stuff. Talk a little bit about your uh, your history with Hallmark though. When was the first time that you remember really diving into these Hallmark movies? So,
2: Hallmark is interesting because I definitely remember Hallmark movies like from back in the day, like when they were on ABC, CBS, that type of stuff. Right. Like, they were events. Like, the Hall you of were going to see. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. You were going to see, like, Oprah endorse this movie and it's amazing. Somewhere along the mid. early 2000s, like Hallmark started their own network, and then I definitely remember the Christmas movies being a big thing Mm -hmm. in my household. My mom watched them. I watched them all the time. I love them. Um, I mean, I love them and I know they're awful at the same time. Uh, But then we started doing all these other seasons, and it Now it's a lot to keep up with. You guys have a lot of work ahead of you. I'm very
3: impressed. We're going to do the best that we (laughs) can. The best that we can with Uh, what we have. um, Now, one of the things that I love so much about your podcast is the way in which you describe these movies. And so what I have asked and you have so uh, graciously uh, allowed us to to do is for you to give us a synopsis to the movie we're doing today, which is Let It Snow. Mm. Uh, And so, Patrick, take it away.
2: Okay. I'm going to say... I'm very nervous. I tried to get this under three minutes because my podcast is like 30 minutes, but (laughs) uh, I got this. Okay, so the movie today we are talking about is Let It Snow. It originally aired on November 30th, 2013, and it went a little something like this. We start off in Phoenix, Arizona, and Candace cameron Bure. she is there playing Stephanie, who is a smart businesswoman, okay? She is so smart that when she's given the chance by her boss-slash-father, played by Alan Thick, to turn a ski resort into a ski resort, she jumps at the opportunity. <laughs> uh, never mind that it's the week before Christmas. Stephanie doesn't care about Christmas. Her mom died, and they don't really celebrate as a family. So... Candace is flown by helicopter to this town and she has her cute meat of the movie. She's waiting outside for a ride and a car pulls up and splashes slushy snow all over her and it turns out the driver is Brady, the hunky son of the Snow Valley Lodge owners. Brady is, like, showing Stephanie around the lodge and he's helping her experience things. Like, that's kind of what his job is. And she is, like, all the while taking notes on her very dated cell phone and, like, very annoyed about everything and having to improve it. Uh, Brady teaches Stephanie how to ski. He buys her appropriate winter wear, which is a thing we'll talk about, uh, and takes her snowshoeing. While they're doing all these activities, the two begin to warm up to each other and have a little bit of a romance going on. And Stephanie realizes that the, the inn is, like, charming and, you know, maybe Christmas isn't so bad. Uh, and tradition is important. So... They have the Eve of the Feast of St. Thomas, and this is when Stephanie totally embraces tradition. She does this ritual before bed, and she's supposed to dream of her future husband. She, like, spins around three times and throws her shoes at the door, and she, of course, dreams of Brady. And she's like, oh, I don't want to be with him. He's gross, but... Brady proves that he is a great potential husband because he takes her ice fishing, it's very romantic, and there's a little snowball fight, and they have their almost-kiss moment, which I know you guys talk about, but they get interrupted, of course. Right. Um so Stephanie writes a letter to Santa who knows why she's like doing snow angels and singing "Oh Christmas tree and then they're like at the Christmas tree lighting it's very romantic and Brady and Stephanie kiss and I was like great we're done with the movie it's That's over right. we did. But, but no it's not and then we get a romantic montage where they literally ride in a one horse open sleigh and it's not the happy ending you'd think it was because Stephanie realizes she's there to do a job and she's like oh yeah I have a job I have to tear down this lodge so she tells Brady she's going to tear down the lodge they get into a fight. He convinces her to like save the Lodge, and they make a PowerPoint together. Again, very romantic. <laughs> and just in case the PowerPoint is not convincing enough, Brady's mom sneaks the Santa letter into the coat of Alan Thick, who is there for the presentation. The presentation doesn't go well. Alan Thick fires his daughter, literally fires his daughter, uh, and then goes back to the hotel. He's feeling bad, and then he finds the letter, and he's like, oh man, maybe I'm Doing it all wrong. So, flash forward to Christmas dinner at Snow Valley Lodge. It's their last Christmas together. Alan Thick shows up dressed up as Santa Claus and he tells his daughter he's sorry, but then quickly goes back to talking about work, makes her <laughs> the head of Winter Resort Division, whatever that means. And Brady and Stephanie kiss under the mistletoe as the worst rendition of Let It Snow Place. <laughs> wow.
1: And that's Let It Snow. I gotta be honest. Why do we even have a podcast? I, I like, can we know. just listen to him do that? Because that's
3: hysterical. <laughs> I know oh you're my gonna goodness. have your hands full this holiday season, but if you could join us every every, every episode, episode of for the that'd synopsis, great. that'd be wonderful. Um, hey
2: guys, happy to do it.
3: Happy to do I it. I don't think you would be. Um, let's let's go to the the hot take segment now. What I'd like to do, since Patrick's here, is to to steal something from from Lifetime Uncorked. I would like oh, for us to either or pour pour it up. Pour it or up or put yes. a cork in it. That's right. Pour this movie and Correct. explain why we're going to do it. You pour pour it up if you like That's it. That's a good you thing. a cork in it it's if a bad you thing. don't like it. it.
0: Panda, let's start with you. Oh. I I would pour it up. Yeah, you would. Uh, I, I I was... I'm not... Wholly in on this movie, but I, I liked it okay. There were some parts that I liked more than others. Uh, there's some things that were questionable. It seemed like it was the Battle of Bad Dads the entire movie. Uh, yeah. I didn't care much for either dad. Uh, there's a bunch of other just weird stuff. That's a better the better
3: title for this? Movie. The Battle, the
0: Battle of
1: Bad, Bad Dads. That's the southern title, I think.
0: Uh, that's it, it just, it, the, the two leads didn't really work that well together, but I actually liked Brady quite a bit overall, uh, way more than I thought I would. Uh, love the location, the scenery. That's where I'm at on it. Patrick, mm. what you going to do? So, of course,
2: I'm going to pour it up of for course. this movie. Um, you know, I have a little issue with Candace Cameron Bray, but that's for my podcast, not for this podcast. <laughs> um, and if you're curious about what I'm talking about, listen to Lifetime in Court. I'll talk about Candace all the time. Um, but... I'd say if Candace were to deserve a daytime Emmy, this would probably be her best acting wow. ever in a movie, um, which if you saw the movie, I, that's all I'm going to say. If you saw the movie, this is the best she mm. can do. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> there it is. I knew that was going to be movie, backhanded some way. <laughs> this That's the only way I give compliments. That's right. <laughs> This movie has everything that you would need in a Christmas movie. If I were to explain what a Hallmark movie, Christmas movie is, it's this. You know what I mean? It's like the Grinchy woman is like all business and a man makes her, warms her heart and now she loves Christmas and she's erratically happy about Christmas. Dead mom. I mean, really, it has it has everything that you could possibly want. No people of color. Whatever. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pour, wow. it up, pour it up. Pour it up.
1: There it is. I, uh, Christmas,
3: Christmas tradition. Yeah. Yeah. I am also going to pour this up, and in fact, I poured it up in real life, but instead of with wine, I paused the movie and made a hot chocolate. Oh my I really god! I oh, was god. like, I can't take it anymore. I need to, but like, and this is the first time that's happened this summer, so. Good job, Candace. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, uh, it's it's just that uh, it is so over the top Christmassy. It's so good. Uh, this, you know, this the story is whatever. It's fine, but the the Christmas is what gets me. I mm. loved it, and I know Dan's gonna say something mean, so I'll give it to you. Oh my gosh, <laughs>
1: guys, you're really making this tough. Uh, <laughs> pour the, it up. No, pour there it is a pour scene. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> there is a scene in this movie. Uh, after Candace Cameron learns how to ski in 10 seconds where they're outside and they're starting like their flirty kind of relationship, Brady and whatever Candace Cameron's name is in the movie. And she hits him and goes, race you to the top and then proceeds to run maybe eight feet. And then that that's it. And I would say <laughs> that that, that is the embodiment of this movie <laughs> as a whole. Um, they, they really don't do anything. And it's the whitest movie of all time. Like, the the contest is closed. This is the whitest movie of all time. Not only are there no people of color, it's but, called "Let It Snow." Dan. But not only is it called "Let It Snow," but they celebrate Christmas traditions from countries with only white people. It's like we <laughs> Ooh, have all these wh- we have all these white people together. So here's you know Iceland cinnamon donuts, and here's <laughs> Finland's Christmas elf, and here's France's. It's just like how do we pile on the Caucasian as much as we possibly can? It's terrible. Put a cork in it. I'll never watch it again. Oh my
0: gosh! I, I will say this: it felt like maybe. 30 minutes too long. <laughs> oh, 40. that's it? Just 30? <laughs> Again. It's well, only yeah. an hour and 30-minute movie, though. I yeah, mean
1: it's hour 24 and it felt 30 minutes too <laughs> oh, long. Yeah, yeah, I felt about 30 so minutes. It, sure. it 30 should minutes, have been a type 54. So the minutes. mid-movie kiss was
3: a real trick.
1: It, it was. was a real that, trick. They don't you know, do that. Get that. They don't do you don't that. Get that. I will early. say, here's what I thought it felt the longest. When we had, we got the Leap Pad Ultra. Uh, commercial there. Oh <laughs> um,
3: my
2: god, that was shameless, <laughs> oh shameless plug of the LeapPad Ultra. <laughs> well, can I just I
3: will pause say this? I went straight to Amazon and bought one. I yeah, could, you did. Of I course you help did. Myself. Yeah. I, I was,
0: actually looked up the ages. That is an age appropriate toy for ages five to nine. That girl, that was, girl was twelve. <laughs> she was looking for trivia on Saint Thomas, and you're asking her to go ahead and sign up for Little Mermaid teaches math. Like that's, that's right. what LeapPad
1: yeah. Leap yeah. is. Yeah. is and now they have the LeapPad Ultimate If you're just out in the market, they, they've they've gotten ahead of the. tell me more. Because I didn't look it
0: up as well.
2: I don't know, guys. If The Little Mermaid taught me math, I feel like I'd be really good at math now. But
3: (laughs) valid That didn't exist when I was a child. It It was like, gosh, I can't figure it out. Fully Fully Ariel was there. Uh, It's time for for all the feels. I will start because I've made it very clear how I feel about this movie. Uh, There were were a lot of different scenes in which I felt the Christmas. Um, I will say this. There's, uh, there's, There's one thing about this movie that I want to point out about the, about the Christmas feels and it's the dad's ties. Mm. The, the dad had just the most Christmassy ties. And, and time I was watching this and I was maybe like, Oh, I wish this was over. Dad was wearing another tie and, and it was a very Christmassy tie. It was a very ugly tie. And every time I saw one of his ugly Christmas ties, you know what I thought? That just gave me the feels. (laughs) I know that's a very, uh, very, I don't know, weird, all the feels. But I got all the feels via ties.
0: And you can say what you want about it. Panda? You know, this is going to sound really ridiculous, but the snow angel for me got me. The (laughs) snow angel scene. And here's why. I love snow angels. Love making them. Not she even was by to herself doing that. Yep, and that's that's a bold move. Yeah. Uh, but that scene was
1: disconcerting. It was not it did not give me any feels aside from one that I shouldn't be watching this movie.
0: <laughs> She's maniacally making <laughs> <Exactly>. snow angels. <laughs> Patrick it's, gets it. Listen, it was scary. It was, there was, was some afraid. glee and joy there, and I have, I, I love it. I love making snow angels, and th- that to me encapsulates how much she had gotten into the Christmas right. mood. This is what you'll never get, Dan. That we get
3: is when you hate Christmas and suddenly you get the Christmas spirit. It is like a drug. It's okay. It says I need to run outside and make a snowball, snowman, snow angel. You need to make a snowball. I need to shut
0: up. Other
2: things, other snow snow things. things. I I do
0: want to point out one thing though. Her transformation into being a Grinch to being uber—I mean, really over the top—excited about Christmas. Little scary, yeah, cult like. Yeah, it was It's it probably
1: because Brady says that he's a Grinch and he's not a Grinch no. at all. Like he no. loves no. everything he's, about Christmas. He's just he's a uh-huh. mean, He's, he's like, a, like he's a no. Look, he's a he's got Smolder. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's 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 definitely not not attractive. But it's just he's not a Grinch, right? That's the
3: problem. Yeah. yeah, that is the problem. Dan, yeah. what do you think?
1: Dan? I I actually had mm-hmm. an all the fields oh, contribution okay. this week. So before you just you know I'm accused a lot of time of being heartless and all these things, and I don't like the characterization. Am I mean to these movies? yes, but I do have a heart. And Christmas happens to be my favorite holiday. I do want to point that out. I just don't like a bad movie. How many days so still Christmas, me, Dan? I have no idea.
3: 103. Mm. Get with it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> as much as I did not like this movie, the dad at the end does work for me. It, I don't know why it works. Alan but Thicke. Alan Thick Becoming Santa? Uh, c- coming in as Santa Claus, which is what is his last his daughter's last good memory of Christmas. And he comes in and everybody knows it's going to happen. And then yes, he does shift very hard back into business, which is weird. But for that split second, that is and 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 Patrick, you're one hundred percent right. That is Candace Cameron Bure's best acting I've ever seen is that that one scene and I did for the briefest of moments say, oh, okay. I get it, Christmas. That's right. I, I found through
0: less cloying in this movie than I did in the the Twinsy Christmas movie. I'm you said happy she was you. a
1: revelation. You said in the in the in the yeah. You, you said she was. You're a Re- just now just, just get
2: out of. I mean, stop talking, Patrick. What do you <laughs> oh. got? Bud? I mean, yeah, th- guys, this is Candace K- Cameron Barry's Emmy winning performance. Okay, she's she's going for that Emmy in 2013. Uh-huh. They they overlooked her. You know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but yes, that <laughs> moment at the end was definitely all the feels because my roommate. Uh, her name's Sarah, and she is my barometer. I am also heartless. Um, or people might not perceive me as heartless, but I actually am heartless. <laughs> so... um like literally i have a robot heart i have an aortic valve replaced so wow. i'm literally i'm literally heartless but great. sarah is my feels barometer and she bawled at that moment oh, like she totally knows. cried His, she was she wasn't even really actively watching she was packing for europe and she just started crying i'm like oh man that was a thing but my feels moment uh, not really christmas feels but like <laughs> sexy feels that brady was so hot <laughs> Uh, I loved his outerwear where he had his jacket open while he's teaching skiing. It was amazing. He's just like gliding on the snow, very strong and very handsome. Patrick, I don't know if I can let handsome. you come
3: on the podcast and say you're all the feels <laughs> it's, in Brady's outerwear. In sexy feels. Oh, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Did I
2: misunderstand the assignment? Probably, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Oh, sorry. Carry did,
3: on about the Did
1: outerwear. anybody else feel like there was a pretty – and I, I did do an age gap bit on the last podcast, but – like there was a legit age gap between Brady and and her, like he's he seems a lot
2: younger
0: than I, her. I bought this one okay. I thought it was fine. Okay.
3: I thought it was fine. Patrick.
0: I feel you.
2: I know what you're saying, and I know Candace is real age, so yes. Yes, you're right. There it is.
3: <laughs> now was there more to your all the feels other than the outerwear, or was that it?
2: <laughs> that's that's literally it. I just was like, Oh man, that guy is hot. But can
0: we be real? <laughs> Who's skiing with their jacket wide open? I mean he's Brady is that, that's, that's who. <laughs> fair enough. It's yeah, and Dan, this
2: is like a thing for you, like while you're watching these Hallmark movies and you're like hating them or whatever, <laughs> there are many fun things for you to look at at impractical outerwear all over the place. That's uh, true. You could look for the Folgers coffee cup. Not as much in the newer movies, but in the older movies, Folgers up. was mm-hmm. always a sponsor within the movie. So I, look for the Folgers. I spent
1: uh, most of the movie looking for all the people that were supposed to be there. They said 12 families and there's literally
2: eight people that are at these <laughs> gatherings. So Yeah, they're just like indifferent <laughs> wigs and, you know,
3: whatever.
1: Twelve single people are all here. That's what happened. Um, Yes. It is
3: time for my favorite segment. I think it is. I think it is my favorite. It's called The Wait What. It is the moment in which we were watching this movie and we said, wait, what? Uh, We each get two of these. And uh, I think I'm going to start. First of all, my first Wait What was the very opening scene. The opening credit, I should say, not the opening scene, the opening credits where Brady is skiing down the slopes I don't know who shot it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they did to shoot that scene, but it should have been reshot. It was shaky. It was weird. It was like, uh, it was like they got the guys from like MTV in 97 and said, Hey, come bring all your cool shaky cam angles and bring them into the skiing. It was just a disaster. It would gave me a headache. Uh, and I almost, uh, fast forwarded it, but I couldn't, um, my, my second way, what is, um, you know, He kept telling her, so she buys his blue jacket. Yeah. And he says, Mm -hmm. The blue looks good on you. And she walks out in her blue jacket. And my first thought was, The blue does not look good on her. (laughs) God bless her. It just wasn't a great jacket.
1: Clearly, and I'm not a fashion guy, but it was clearly the worst of the two options. Right. right. So the white jacket right. was way nicer. Even the white close. jacket would have
0: worked better. Yes. Oh my goodness! Well, we've seen her in white before, and it works. It's great. That's when you called her a revelation. <laughs> and I stand by that. <laughs> she was also a little coin.
2: Wow. As a former costume designer, I will say white is very hard to keep clean with your actors if they're eating in costume and whatever. So a blue is a safer choice as a costume but did blue designer. Did it look her? good on her? though? oh candace looks great in anything she can wear
0: whatever i don't care
2: okay there it is
1: i don't (laughs) believe you for a second (laughs) no not a little bit
2: Mm,
0: panda what she got okay Uh, there were a couple wait what's for me uh the first one is early on she's trying to get into the car after the slushy incident and it's it just shot slush all over her this is great And, and she sits there, and she goes, uh, I just, uh, like, she can't get into the car. There's no ice. There's, right. there's, no, there's nothing. There's right. it, that thing's dry. She can't figure out how to step into a car, guys. She doesn't know how to open
3: the door of the car. She really doesn't. It was okay. the weirdest moment. No, but was it that, or was she waiting for him to open the door? No. She, she does this weird bit where she's like, eh. I, uh, I saw that, uh, and but, said, but then do when, need she help gets, getting in? But when she gets to the ski resort, she waits until he opens the door. So well, that's why I thought maybe it was. Either you know. way, the third guy in that scene, the third actor
1: in that scene, is he like a surfer dude from California that came up on a dare? <laughs> nah, bro, she's in that. Like, what is he saying? <laughs> like, he is. That, he's, yeah, he's you're not
2: right. That Maine. was weird. Was <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. The, the other thing that just really <laughs> throws me off on all this is everyone, like, it, both the dad and then and, and Candace's character, they're always complaining. About how many Christmas decorations there are at a ski resort at <laughs> uh, christmas the week time. Of christmas. The, the week of christmas like he's he's in real estate is there, already, is there always so
3: many trees decorated <laughs> yeah. like, what do you do with he, that but that 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 dad
1: is so terrible he's the baddest of the bad dads because he also <laughs> he also <laughs> says. He also says this our demographic doesn't care about Christmas. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You're telling me there's an entire demographic of people that are rich enough to buy real estate that don't care about Christmas. That's not a thing. The double income. What was it? Dinks. As, as
3: no nope, kids. Right. As a as a rich twenty-year-old six sure. year old. <laughs> I can say I love Christmas. Everyone cares about Christmas. That's,
1: that's right. dumb.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, but What about Jewish people? They're rich and they don't care about Christmas. That's right. What about but wait a minute? They still
1: care about the holidays. Like his whole thing is true. His whole thing is that our demographic doesn't want to celebrate holidays and be with family. (laughs) Like that's that that is that is not a business model that is can be successful, especially not in a lodge. Well,
2: yeah. yeah, Maybe it's a gay resort. (laughs) (laughs) Come
1: on. Gay people care about Christmas,
2: right? (laughs) It's true. I love Christmas. I really do. There you go. (laughs) Uh,
3: Um, Patrick, what you got?
2: Okay. So my thing was the parents only speaking in cliches thing. (laughs) Like... Only in cliches. And I looked up the writer, and his name... He's the writer-director. His name's Harvey Frost. Yeah, yeah So yeah. I thought he would be great, you know. <laughs> his name is Christmassy. He sounds like a Christmas villain. <laughs> but... The, I mean, really, the, it was like out of control. It was like, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. <laughs> <Did you> uh, <laughs> a son is a son until he finds a wife. A daughter is your daughter for the rest of your life. Oh, my
1: goodness. Like,
2: oh, God, no, please stop. <laughs> yeah. It was Every conver- every conversation with the parents, I was just like, "Can we just be and done with the parents?"
1: I do feel like the parents know a lot of sayings, but don't know a lot of phrases. Like they're like, "Hey, can uh can you get me the client demographics?" And they're like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like they don't speak English. Well, all of a sudden, well, do you know what clients are? Do you know what Democrats are? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, those two words together, together, you'll figure it out.
3: There was also a weird thing with a mom where she made the weirdest noises. Did you notice? She this? did. The, yep. Whenever she was baking or just moving around, she's like ah ah ah.
2: Her voice in general was very hard to hear. She was like speaking at a right. at an octave that like only like whales can hear. I don't know what was going on. And she's she was in uh, a valentine's day movie this year she was demoted from like mom role to uh i guess like just kind of an auxiliary character so i'm kind of sad that she in 2013 she was a big deal but now she's just kind of like the peripheral character but to be fair her
0: main job was just announcing different types of weird food that (laughs) they they choose one of
2: the many rolling pins In the
0: kitchen to use
1: Because there's a rolling pin for every activity, apparently
0: Consider that that's the pinnacle of her career
1: Oh, boy, she did it You guys are not kind <laughs> She's doing a
2: great job <laughs> Hey, she'll probably be back this Christmas Keep an eye out for whatever her name is That's, that's
3: right. Right. <laughs> Keep an eye out for you-know-who do, you, uh, do you have another one, Pat?
2: Um, also, can we talk a little bit about Exposition Girl? Sure Oh, oh. for sure Oh, my goodness <laughs> She was my favorite actress in this whole movie. Like, I know I said Candace deserves an Emmy, but this girl deserves an Oscar. She literally had her script in hand. She walked up, read the script, and then just was like, okay, bye. I was floored every time I was watching her. I. Absolutely rewound that part like five times. So I was like, this is amazing. I love it. She's here to just give exposition. She has
3: her script in hand. She doesn't she doesn't care at all. She read her line, she took her paycheck and she went home. That's right. <laughs> uh, say what you will. Without her there are just holes galore. Yeah. Plot holes galore. We need her. We need her. I was I was floored true. by her.
1: Like every time she was saying anything, my, my mouth was gaping up. I was just like, is this happening? <laughs> they gave her <laughs> lies? Does anybody know? Like she, nobody told her action. Like she's practicing. <laughs> <still>. uh, <laughs> oh, no. We, we we were rolling there? All right. We'll just keep that one. Keep Let's that one. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dan? All right. All uh, right. I've got a bunch, and so I'm trying to narrow it down to two. The first one it has to be mentioned, and if it goes without mentioning, I'll just I'll kick myself. Uh, the big end of this movie, uh, Dad comes to hear the PowerPoint presentation <laughs> that uh, Brady and Candace Cameron-Buret have spent all night working on. This PowerPoint <laughs> where they literally clicked over some photos. There's some animation, and they show him this. And the the other bad Dad, uh, whatever his name is, not Ted, the other one, Ty guy, Ty guy. He makes a big deal because he says it two or three times that they're going to use the library. For this presentation, uh-huh. they're going to be in the library. There's not a single book in that library, <laughs> not one. There is not a single like I was looking like desperately for a wall of books, a row of books, a shelf, something with some books on it. And what they've I know you said that
3: you missed the memo though. They got moved to the fireplace room. <laughs> the library was taken. Yeah, yeah. They cut that scene somehow and left
1: the exposition girl in because I like how you cannot just take that word out of the script. Hey, we got a room. There's no books in it. Stay, Still stay with the library? Yeah, let's go with it.
3: Like, I don't know. That that just isn't okay to There me. was a guy who promised to bring books, and he was sick that day. Oh, I don't, my goodness. I don't know what you want. Um, if I have to choose one more,
1: and, and I guess I do— uh, I've I, full confession, I've never been ice fishing before.
2: Um have you guys ever been ice
0: I've fishing? I've never been ice no. fishing. Uh,
2: Patrick, have you I, been ice fishing? Yes, I ha- I have been ice wow. fishing. Um this really nice man lit up a lit, a, lit up a little <laughs> thing of Christmas lights and I wore a slinky black dress and it was amazing and we laughed and went fishing. It was so wonderful.
1: Wow. <laughs> that is so so you really related to that's this. That's the weirdest per- thing because I saw a movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. You won't believe oh, it.
2: Oh, that's so weird. That was totally my life experience Uh, um,
1: so i we look never been ice fishing i don't consider myself a pro in ice fishing but i can say this it takes longer than a second to catch a fish and eat it (laughs) now and and i want to make sure we're clear not catch a fish and scale it or clean it or or even cook it to catch a fish and eat it And, and and they did all that on one single date, from water to mouth, and it took less than 10 seconds. There wasn't even a montage of them, like, kind of, like, starting to, like, maybe he grabs the pan as she's holding. Nothing. <laughs> it's just fish in hand, eat it. I, I don't think that's how ice fishing works. And... They were using a little tykes rod and reel, so I do feel as though, like maybe there was a correlation with, with why was that rod and reel you know, so small? I was going to complain a lot about the <laughs> I was going to complain a lot about the rod and reel, but I actually think in ice fishing they do use small. Oh, they rod use reels. a smaller. Rod, yeah. They do. Uh, you're a big small. ice fisher. Well, guys, listen. All my. <laughs> why are you so sure of that? Yeah, I, 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 I do. That's right. Like, <laughs> Watch oh ESPN goodness. 2 at 3 a.m. to find out. I mean, so I like forget the fact that she's dressed up for an actual date. He asks her on a date, and he takes her ice fishing. Um, the fact that the plan was to cook whatever they caught and do it all in one evening, that was the part of this
3: that I was like, wait a minute. And I don't know if you guys noticed this. My wife caught this. They go into the, the place to fish. They leave. She's lost her tights. Wow, she I had, did not she notice had, that. She had some what is that what they called they're called tights, I guess. Leggings? No, yeah. <laughs>
2: tights. Tights, uh, stockings. I don't know. Snowman. This is this is why you need the female, the female uh, gaze around here, you know. Uh, it's like we're we're all dudes. I may be a gay dude, but we're all dudes. So, <laughs> it's nice to have the, the female perspective like there
3: too. Yeah, I can I, I can see where that I feel would like help. Feel like we'll get here. a few comments on <laughs> that. <called laughs> that that, that right. cop lagger. <laughs> um they no, we're gone that's all i'm gonna say um and that brings us to are you ready i'm ready what the hallmark mm. it's the segment of the show where at the end of the movie we just had some questions that maybe we could fill in the fill in the gaps a little bit uh maybe something happened before the credits or after the credits that we would like to know more about and i'm gonna start where i left off with dan
1: so uh I gotta know some more about Bart Johnson. Oh, I don't think <laughs> there's any way that we can do this podcast and not talk about you Bart. We no, got mention Bart. This this guy is a shark <laughs> because every time Ted wants to really light a fire under his daughter, he's like, "Don't don't make me get Bart Johnson <laughs> get on the case. <laughs> don't make me." And to the point that I was like, "We're gonna see Bart Johnson." I was really excited. But We're also, gonna see
3: him. Why not send Bart? He's no. clearly better at his job.
1: Probably he was a person of color.
3: Mm. (laughs) no that's that's true that's (laughs) right
1: um i I just feel like bart johnson would have given some competition and she would have maybe once again regained her her edge in this whole thing instead of just being a softy but in all honesty i just want a bart johnson movie that's all i'm asking for it's not that much (laughs) i Um, don't
3: think i don't think it's that much at all
1: second of all like i really like this is the time when hallmark can really shine but they refuse to do anything that's even the slightest bit special effectsy at all I wanted to see a dream sequence yeah mm. you know so when you just saw Christmas lights yeah,
2: well, she <laughs> yes to the dream sequence yeah, yeah. such a missed opportunity I mean,
1: can we like Candace Cameron like what they could have come up with would have been just pure gold and instead we see her do the bit and recite the thing and then she wakes up and she's like Brady, like almost like like Newman on Seinfeld, <laughs> and and we don't get any of that fun. Candace Cameron seeing Brady in a dream, which would have but been. We did
3: hear some chimes, and that I mean, is, come on, always that's big time for Hallmark. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch, but those were my two top ones. Really, really good job. I'll go now. Um, I'm just confused about how the sale happened in the first place. Um, so the 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 sale has been done, correct? Yeah, and it's yeah, Candace's yeah. job to go and find out more things. Ted about has already purchased the lodge. Right. What Ted doesn't know is one, the ski slopes are thirty minutes away. Which I just feel like you should have known that. <laughs> you should have known it. They didn't know that. Um, that that the that is pretty much booked from November to to late January. They didn't know that. Like that's a good. They didn't know that it was he just bought families. it sight unseen. He, he bought it sight unseen. That's what it appears. But, and, and it, and it snuck up on him. He's like, Oh man, I got to go in in January. Can't, Bart's taken. Bart's busy. Bart's busy. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to so do. So, he kept wanting to send Bart. Yeah. But Bart's like, I got so many things on my, on the plate right now. I, uh, I was just confused about how, it, how in the world that I, sale possibly I legitimately
1: happened. just thought of something. This is not in any notes. He, at one point he or his daughter says, we're going to bulldoze the place to the ground. Right. Why are they visiting the lodge? Right. <laughs> <laughs> why is any of it, why does it matter if, like, if they're going to bulldoze it and he's already bought it, what are we doing right now?
0: <laughs> I don't know. That just blew my mind.
1: Oh, my goodness. All right, guys, pack it up. It <laughs> feels like even more of a waste than
0: I originally thought. Boy. Uh, Panda, what you got? Uh, listen, I, my biggest one here is the fact that I, I'd like to know what happens to the couple, right, the mm-hmm. lovely couple. But here's the thing. Of the relationships, I don't see this one working. But oh, really? I, I this was the Ooh. one of any of the Hallmark movies. I think that this has the least possibility it's the age difference, isn't it? <laughs> so <after laughs> <You know> it.
3: <laughs> So correct me if I'm wrong, after the credits roll, she is going to be in charge of all of the win- the winter for winter programming or winter whatever programming. Patrick said. I don't remember what and it is. And he's going to be the manager of this particular. Correct. Okay.
0: So here's here's my issue though. You fall in love during literally a condensed Business trip and they said I love I love you. They They said said that way too early way too early. early. I'm just saying uh, That's just and the other thing I want to toss out is believe it or not. I did a little deep diving on this the the st. Thomas spinster Routine thing believe it or not. They added in the three spins around. I want to know who added that in because that's actually not part of the that's real. Not part of the real deal. That's not part of the real deal. You Someone can cut that read out. it and said this is too short. What should we add? Well, the rest <laughs> of it is spot on. Throwing the shoes at the door, all that stuff. But Candace Cameron did not need to spin around three times.
2: I will. Admit- can I say that she didn't even spin around three times? She spun nope. around four times. I counted.
1: She did not count correctly. That's exactly right. I I also like started to look this stuff up. Like they started naming stuff, and the first one was like Icelandic, like cinnamon buns or something. And I was like, that's not a thing. I looked it up, and it was a thing. And I was like, I'm done looking these up. I'm not looking them but up the anymore. The
0: feast of Saint Thomas really does take place December 21st, and I will give them props on this. The timeline for this movie is spot on. Well, all the days are correct. Sp-
1: but I wow. do have a question. Do and I this is what the homework that I'm just adding because I can. Uh, what do the same? Do the same family stay for all seven weeks? Or is it just different families come in and some of them get the good stuff, like all the stuff we saw, and the, the ones like on December 28th are just kind of stuck there and they're like, I guess we get, you There's know. all the
0: feasts, Dan. There's all the feasts, If you feast, know anything Dan. about the 12 days of Christmas, you wouldn't ask you wanna, such a dumb question.
1: But, but do they, God, <laughs> I mean, calm down over it's, here. I'm
0: but, just saying, Dan. But
1: are they all staying? Like, are they
3: all just taking seven weeks off? They're all staying. Okay, cool. I don't know. Uh, Pat, <laughs> we're going to
2: end with you. What do you got? Great. So, um... You know, I was very wet the Hallmark about uh Candace keeping her job at the end. Sure. I thought women in Hallmark movies had to give up their jobs for their love <laughs> interests. Especially so, in twenty thirteen. Yeah, I mean it's twenty it's twenty thirteen. Like women it can't have jobs in twenty thirteen. No way. I so I was very shocked by by her keeping a job and a relationship and not giving up anything in her life. So, you know, that was very
3: shocking to me. Yeah. That's a really, that's that's a a really, really good, good one. one. But who knows what happened afterwards? Maybe Bart like took her j- job again.
0: I don't know. I think Bart and her hit it off. That's the sequel.
3: Oh, they went on a little like um. res- like a retreat. Yep. And then and then things happened. And they said, "I love." I you mean, Patrick, do you think they're sticking
2: together?
0: Be honest with me, man.
2: Oh no way! Oh, sure. She's gonna like turn the lodge around, make a profit, get out of there, and move to Tucson or whatever. I love
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: no one's believing that Ted has really changed, right? Okay. I
1: don't, I don't know if I believe that or not, but I do want to pull up. I just want to say for a second, like Alan Thicke is better than this movie. Like just, he's just better than this movie. Like sure. rest in peace, Alan Thicke, but he's a trooper. Like he just always knows exactly what he's acting in and he hams it up to that degree and he just gets it. And I just thought he was fun.
2: He probably had a like a bet with Candace that he lost, and he was like, oh, I have to be in this Hallmark movie now because Candace <laughs> wanted me to be in it. So, you know, they go way back. They got Kirk Cameron in common, right. you know,
3: whatever. <laughs> oh, yep. Kirk. Oh, Kirk. Um, that's that's it, guys. We did it. Let we did it, 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 it. it snow. Oh, Man, my goodness. Felt, let it snow. That felt Man. good. Pat, how can people find you? How can people find the pot?
2: So I am at Lifetime in Court uh, on... Wherever you get your podcast, Lifetime Court, uh, LifetimeCourt dot com is my blog where I write about. Actually, I write about Hallmark movies also on there because it's a blog and you can just do whatever you want. That's right. uh, and then you can find us on social media at Lifetime Court or follow me at Patrick Miguel, which is just pictures of me doing living my life. Yeah, uh, yeah, but. Check out the podcast. I mean, if you like love Hallmark movies and you're very, you know, like conservative and not into that, then maybe it's not for you. But if you watch Hallmark movies and you're like, oh, I, I'm in on the joke or whatever that type of vibe, uh, I'm definitely here for that for sure.
3: And Dan and I will be on a on an episode, on an episode in, in just up. a couple weeks. We're very excited. Yeah, about yeah
2: that. coming up very right before the holiday season because Lifetime in Court is also doing christmas movies because lifetime does christmas movies and i I haven't decided if i'm going to do hallmark this year i did it last year and guys it's a lot you guys have a lot of work Mm. in in front of you but if you guys are taking hallmark maybe i let you do hallmark and i just do lifetime and give myself a break
3: we'll take the east side you (laughs) take the west side (laughs) Uh, i don't know what that means i don't know i don't know know what you were doing i just wanted to fit in uh patrick (laughs) it was great to have you on the podcast we'll do it again real soon uh, yeah, uh, anytime,
2: anytime. I love you guys. You guys are doing really good work. Uh, your interviews are awesome, and you all are just like, you know, cool, cool boys, cool dudes.
3: Patrick, oh, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy Europe, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, Merry Christmas. Bye. Mm-hmm.